gosh, you might have to edit this part out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Welcome to another episode of Let's Discuss It Podcast. Thank you for coming back and listening. I'm sitting here with Lakeland Lemmings. We're going to sit here and talk about her music. We're going to talk about her experiences. We're going to talk about everything that we can get out of her at this moment. All right. <laughs> so tell me, um, when you started singing at a very young age, what? how old were you? I was six years old. Six years old. What did you start singing at church? Um, I've sang just about everywhere, but yeah, mainly in church. Yeah. Were you more of a gospel singer? Were you trying to reach what they would think a gospel singer would want you to sound like? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was singing more of the Dolly and Reba, the old country. The old country. And did you gravitate more to that because that was more of your ear for music? Or were you kind of stuck because like that's what you were allowed to sing? No, that's just what I've loved. And that's the only thing that I've just really liked. The new stuff, it, it just doesn't... I just don't like it. It don't as much. click the same yeah. way to me. It doesn't. The, the new stuff, although some of it is great, there's a lot yeah. of country music singers that are doing great music. But the old stuff, you just cannot outdo the old stuff. Yeah, it's the, the classic. It's it's like their music had a lot of uh, had a lot more meaning than it does now. More, it's just it's just kind of putting out music to make hits. But yeah. back then, it had a meaning to it. You think? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you started at a young age and you're singing and you're doing this, did you feel like this would be something that you would want to pursue even at your age? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Right. So when you're like, so you're a thir- you're 13, right? Yes. So what do you consider like a day to day basis? I know you're homeschooled, but what do you do? Do you other than doing music? What do you do? Uh, I'm a competitive cheerleader. OK. So I do cheer and but mainly just music because that's just what I'm passionate about. And that's all I want to do. So. So is a studio vibe different than just singing in front of people like at church? Yes, definitely. In the studio, you're just, you're more creative and it's whatever you want to do. Right. And so it's just, it's more fun. Was it, was it nerve wracking at first though to go to a studio and do it big time? Yes, definitely. Yeah. It's cause it's a lot of pressure and you're like, Ooh, I got to get this right. And I got to know what to do here. And it's like, Oh, if you mess up. Ooh. So thinking about pressure, you know, with you singing in front of crowds and you're doing like national anthems places yeah. and you're, you're singing for a uh, couple's anniversaries and you're singing at fairs, I, I, right. Singing at fairs. Mm-hmm. Do you feel the pressure to always keep yourself at a standard or do you try to up that standard when you're trying to, I, I guess, kind of like you're competing with yourself at every performance? Yeah, I'm always competing with myself and trying to be better and better myself and better just the way I sing things. A lot of mm-hmm. times I try to change it up and do different stuff. So, so which uh, right now, what influences you right now? Who My- Like what is your singers that like, you can just turn on and you will sing it in the shower? You will sing it walking down the hallway? Definitely Dolly Parton okay, and Loretta Lynn, yes. Reba McIntyre, and I like some of the newer ones too, like Carrie Underwood and Carly Pierce and all them. Mm-hmm. They're really fun too. So when you're doing music and you're constantly like you're in the studio with your dad, you're in the studio with these, you know, these musicians, and with you being at the age that you are, do you feel like you're missing out a little bit on what a 13-year-old girl would do in this day and age? Because like now it's social media, it's taking pictures everywhere, doing all these things, going to movies, going to bonfires. But instead of doing that, you're in the studio working. Yeah. I don't really miss out on it. Honestly, I prefer the studio just because that's something that I know that's going to help me in the future, especially Mm -hmm. with music. And it's going to help me connect with older musicians and different stuff. So I prefer it. Do you consider yourself an old soul? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> just by what? The music and... Yeah, just the way I am, I guess. They I, always call me 80-year-old woman, 13-year-old <laughs> body. So, 
I was thinking about it like this. I've listened to your music on Apple Music. I've listened to some tracks that your you know your dad mm-hmm. had let me hear, and I've listened to a lot of the way you're progressing your music now to where you know when people start doing music, they're kind of stuck into a way of they're almost um, being repetitive to sound like a certain person that's influencing them. Like like you yes. said, Ariba. Like you would try to sound like Ariba because she's what you want to hear. Or she wants mm-hmm. you, you know what you want to be. But every song that you're doing now, you're progressing to something different. Like you're almost going a little bit pop, but you're still coming back. You're sticking to your core, which is country. Yeah. So as as you're trying to progress, are you trying to change it up or are you just kind of trying things out here and there? I'm trying things out just because, like my dad says, you know, when I meet with the, a record label, say, mm-hmm. I want to have different stuff. If they like this, then I've got that. Right. If they want this, I've got that. And so I'm just doing a bunch of different things to see what people like. So, if you were to get signed tomorrow, would you be yeah? You know, would you be prepared for that kind of life? Um, I would say yeah, but I mean, I don't know. You know, who knows? Well, you know, people at that age, especially your age, who were up and coming, which you see very little here in Jackson. You're probably one of the ones now that I know that actually does it here. But at your age, because people, I know people, you're you know way older than you in the in the thirties that mm-hmm. that don't grind and don't work as hard as you do right now in the studio because it's it's hard for them you know because they have to get a job and everything but you got a little bit of a freedom to kind of wiggle around and work on your music do you feel like when you reach a certain age will you still be as passionate about it then like you are now yes of course yeah right and what like what what makes you more passionate about it though is it the music is it how music is evolving because music believe it or not how we listen to it now, it's not going to sound the same in two years. No, yeah. The, the, the wave changes. The styles change. Even country singers were doing rap songs, you know. Jason yeah, Aldean know. did a it's rap crazy. song. I don't like that. I didn't like the blending. I understand the blending because mm-hmm. evolution does have to happen. Yeah. People need to come together and do different styles. But I always thought that country was always set in its ways to, to do one, a one-way yeah, street. Yeah, to be different, yeah. Right. So you got an album coming up, right? That's what you're working on. Yes. Mm-hmm. How how like prepared are you to kind of because once you make this album, this is like a stamp in your life where you're going to have to, you know, later on in life, you might have to reperform these songs that people want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Like, are you kind of prepared for this? Because because once you make them, they're here. Yeah. Like, are you prepared to like carry these songs with you for the rest of your life? Yeah. I mean, this is something that I've wanted to do ever since I was six and I don't plan on that changing anytime soon. Do you get nervous in front of crowds? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you ever mess yeah. up? Um. Yeah, I'm, I forgot the lyrics. I've hit a wrong note. I've done a bunch, but it's just experience. So you ever done anything like unexpected, like funny? Like you ever fell down, like walking to a stage? Or not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. So what's the like? What's the really most memorable performance you can think of to date? Because oh. you've done a lot. Yes. Oh, I don't know. That's a hard one, but um, I sang the national anthem in Memphis for this circus and mm. it was over 2,000 people so I'd say that that was probably one of the best yeah. god my nerves would have been wrecked my stomach oh, would have been yeah. in knots oh, you know yeah. I would have been sweating it would have been really weird they would have just saw me out there sweating and being just completely drenched and and awkward because <laughs> you know even yeah. even when I used to do production and I would do it in front of, you know try to because like you're kind of working for these artists and you're trying to develop a sound do you feel like the production team you have now, are they developing your sound where you can kind of be like, you know what, I'm proud of what I'm working on here? Yeah, yeah. So how many producers do you think you have on you? How many producers? I'm going to say about probably just one or two. Right. Really light, yeah. What about where are you recording at? 
I'm recording in Nashville. I like to change it up sometimes. Uh, I record here in Jackson mm-hmm. with some of my close friends, but I like to change it up, get a different sound. I think that, you know, with Nashville being one of the core country, you music know, work, city. Yeah, yeah, music city, um, does that give you any pressure, though, that you kind of have to meet the standard for what people are expecting out of that yeah. city? Yeah. It, yeah, it, it's a lot of pressure just because Nashville is where a lot of the big artists are. And mm-hmm. so me just being 13, you know, I try to strive to be the best and try. Yeah. Well, does your friends treat you any differently because you're pursuing music and you're not kind of in the wave with them? Yeah, I mean, they treat me different, but they really are just great supporters. I'm like, oh, this is my famous friend and <laughs> stuff like that. So I think it's fine. Do you ever feel any type of way when you listen to your music in front of people? Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, oh, God, I hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's funny because, like, you feel that way because it's like you're hearing yourself. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I You can hear yourself by yourself, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, I remember when I did this session. But then when it's in front of people, you get this whole different mentality, like, oh, they're going to pick it apart. Yeah. Oh, they're (laughs) not going to like it. Yeah, they're going to turn it, you know. (laughs) And it was one of those kind of, like, it's almost like an anxiety buildup that I just, you know. Because when I used to do production, I used to be like, Oh, uh, they're like, hey, didn't you produce this beat? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I just kind of sit there and I wait to see if, they, yeah. like, if they're like really going to like gravitate to it or they're kind of going to be like, okay, that's cool. Let's, <laughs> let's hit this, you know, let's hit, you know, hit the mm-hmm. next button. Yeah. Um. So my thought is with this album coming out and the way everything's being, produ- you know, produced, mm-hmm. do you feel like this is going to really push you forward or are you, do you think this might stand you still? Because I know you're doing a lot of things. But do you yeah. think the way music is changing constantly and the charts are changing constantly, do you feel like by the time this releases, do you think your music will still stand? I think it will. And I'm hoping that, you know, this might be the outbreak, my breakthrough that I've been looking for, you know. Yeah. But I hope that people will like it and enjoy it and think it's something different and it's right. not just what everybody's doing. Right. And so, yeah. So you're, you're working with songwriters. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you have a say in what, but they write, do you give them like a thought, maybe some notes, maybe some bullet points? Yeah, a lot of times I come up with the title or what I'm wanting to write about. Mm-hmm. And I mainly write it and they just kind of help me and throw out some ideas. So. Have you had a personal experience that's kind of pushed you to write a song about it? <laughs> not really, not yet. Yeah. But I'm hoping to have some because that, that betters you as a songwriter, I think. And Yeah. But no, not yet. But you know... People, like I was talking to somebody yesterday about being a situational songwriter. Mm-hmm. Uh, situations in their life make them, pers- you know, pursue a certain track or a record and make them more passionate about it because they went through this and they can kind of influence people to see what they went through and also maybe learn something from it, maybe get, you know, maybe an understanding. What What do you want someone your age that listens to you to, like, understand about you? Like, what do you want them to know about you when it comes to music? I want them to be like, you know, she knows what she's doing, and she's so powerful and encouraging, and, you know, I want to be like that. So that's what I, that's the kind of picture I want to put out there for myself. You know? Right. So your dad does music with you? Yes. How how big of a part is he in, in your production? He's a big part of it. He helps with the songwriting, and he helps with the production of it, and so he's been a big help. Do you think he's one of your biggest supporters? I would say you yeah. think so? <laughs> so does he ever just like sit in the car with you and y'all are listening to your music and give you like notes and be like, hey, I think you should do this or maybe we should go this direction because to have a parent or even parents to support you at that, because I mean right now, like with the way music is, to get constant support, I know adults that even, they're not getting support from their friends, but like for you to have such a strong support 
by your parents, do you feel like that's going to help you? Like, as far as like, okay, even if I don't, you know, do good on this record, I know they'll still got my back and support yeah, the next record. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So what is your favorite song that you've sung so far? Oh God, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> what means the most to you? I don't know if this means the most to me, but it's one of my best that I always get compliments on. And it's one that I know that I'll nail no matter what. And that's mm-hmm. Why Haven't I Heard From You by Reba McIntyre. That is an amazing, what is it, 90s? I think it's 90s. Yeah. I, that is an amazing 90s song. The video is hilarious yes, for the time I, it came out yes. with. And so is that what the song you cover a lot? Yes. Okay. Well, how much cover music do you do? Um, a lot of times, mainly in my shows, I'll do a bunch of covers just because that's what everybody enjoys. Right. And I'll mainly focus on the old country because mm-hmm. that's kind of the c- crowd I'm performing for now. But, of course, I'll throw in a couple of my songs as well. So, when well, okay, so when you're doing a set, you blend and mix with what yours, yeah. original music, with covers. I always looked at covers, like I was telling somebody yesterday, I always looked at covers as breaking the ice to see if people will listen to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. And just to see, okay, all right, I'm going to do this, and we're going to see if they're really going to like it, you know? Yeah. So does that ever make you nervous that maybe somebody wouldn't like what you're doing? Yeah, because you don't know if they've just heard it from somebody else and they're judging you or what, mm-hmm. but I'm just I'm just trying to have fun on stage and try my best, and if they like it, good. If they don't, so be it. How, how long do you think it will last for you having fun until it becomes a job? Do you ever feel like if it becomes a job, that's when you kind of need to kind of see where you're at? I don't really feel like it'll ever be like a job just because I know there's a bunch of different jobs and stuff out there, but music is one that I don't feel like it'll ever feel like that. I've listened to your music for the past couple of months because, you know, your dad let me listen mm-hmm. to him. And I'm telling you, the way the time and the hours and the sessions that y'all are putting in, y'all have, you have no idea that grownups, even twice your age, cannot put that amount of work in and to mm-hmm, see you yeah. do it is incredible and to see you be so positive about putting out music and letting people listen to your voice and letting people see you at shows and see all the things that you're trying to accomplish and still try to live up you know because you, you're homeschool right mm-hmm. so to see you still worry about your schooling and your education and still pursue something that you really love not a lot of people see that and no, so when no. people say you're an old soul that kind of makes sense to me because yeah. your priorities are so straight there yeah um, so when it comes to certain songs, you ever just kind of say, you know what, this isn't kind of my thing, you know, you ever just, are you afraid of ever saying that? Because, you know, someone's time, you know, you could put 20 hours into a song and realize 20 hours later that maybe it isn't the right song. You ever just, yeah. you ever had a song like that? You just kind of like, you know what, I'll do it because we put the time, but you know. Not yet. I've only got about eight songs. So I've. I've always put more input into them, and so mm-hmm. I know what I want in them, mm-hmm. and I make sure that I get my way. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never really felt like that. So you did a live session two days ago. Yes. How did that sound? How did that? How was that being in a session with a creative group of people? That was a great experience, and I was with my guitar player, Chris Richards, okay. and with a couple of the band members from Clay Walker. Okay. And so that was really amazing and a great experience for me. Do you feel like that bubble... It's almost like you're in a really tight space with such creative minds that in some way you're going to pick up the vibes on how they work and how they yeah. manage to kind of create the ideas of because, you know, everything starts off with the melody. Most of the times, a lot of times they start off with drum tracks. But to see how these people build a record, is that like a whole different mind frame like you're trying to get into? Yes. 
definitely. So when you do that, I always wonder when you get into a situation when you're around these successful people who do great things, do you ever feel like maybe that's a lot of pressure? Because that could be pressure when you're kind of like, well, I'm around, you know, successful people. So I yeah. too will be successful. But like, but that all took work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that all took work for them. So I wondered if like, is that a lot of pressure for you to kind of handle like leaving it? You're like, oh, next time I come, I better have it, you know, times 10. It is a lot of pressure. And because you just, you have to try to do your best. But if you, if you mess up, so what? You can know, you can always do better. But it is a lot of pressure just for me, just because I'm a singer and I don't really play an instrument or anything. Right. And so for them to put in their input and know what they're doing, it's like, mm, I'm just going to stay to the sidelines <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> so a lot of musicians that you see now, they're singers. They're either just singers or singers and guitar players. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about doing guitar? I have just because my dad does guitar. And right. I feel like it's something that I will learn to do in the future. Just haven't done it yet. <laughs> because, you know, a lot of because with people who are guitar singers, I mean, guitar players and singers combined, they're like process of creating is so much greater because they know the notes they know how to sing they Mm -hmm. know the notes they can you know sit press record on their recorder and just sample songs you know a lot of people can just be like okay i'll come back to this this is a good idea so when you're sitting at home do you ever think about writing music i know you got songwriters but do you yourself write music i do um i haven't wrote one by myself yet just because i'm still learning the ropes of it and Mm -hmm. I like to have the input of others just because I feel like when I ride by myself, I'm going to pitch it to somebody and they're going to be like, oh, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> well, that's where constructive, constructive criticism comes in. Are you able to handle constructive criticism? Can you really take it? I mean, I know everybody has feelings. Yeah. You're 13. Can you can you think that you can handle that? I think I can. <laughs> you think you can take it and really like make something out of it? I think so. I think it'll help, help me more than it will like tear me down. Right. And so I kind of appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) so your dad was a musician at one point yes how much of that how much of that right there influenced you to want to do it a lot that influenced me a lot just because you know he was in a band and so I kind of grew up around that and so it kind of helped me I don't know just made me who I am I guess so when your dad's a musician and you're almost wanting to follow into his footsteps right Mm -hmm. is that in itself like something that you're feeling like you want to do or have to do or need to do because now you got this relationship with your dad, which every girl is a daddy's girl, right? Do you ever feel like your relationship is tighter because of music? Uh, no, no. <laughs> you think you would just still be the same I even think, without music? No, no. Music has definitely made me who I am. And with him being in that band, it really influenced me a lot. And it's something that I strive and want to do. So, so. All right. <laughs> Your sister sings too, right? Yes. So yes. how how competitive are you? Because she sings a whole ty- a different type of music. Yes, yeah, she mainly sings like gospel and mm-hmm. Christian, and so I think there is kind of a competitive in it. But then again, not just because like I know I'm you're two different but. styles. <laughs> yeah. You got a boyfriend? No. Why not? No, too focused on music. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's another thing. So how can you live a uh, a life of a 13 year old with a boyfriend with the schedule you have it's almost impossible right yeah really yeah but I try to balance it out just because you know I go to church and I do competitive cheers so I mm. have a lot of friends and they're really great supporters and I try to make sure I balance it out and keep a you know normal childhood as well so what do you do as far as hobbies other than cheerleading I mean actual hobbies like do you 
you know, do you, I don't know, paint shirts. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know what kids do nowadays, but. I don't really do a whole lot of hobbies. I know it sounds boring, but just mainly music and cheer and stuff in school. So. Well, having the passion for music to almost do it 20, you know, 24 hours a day or almost think about it and kind of it be your ground and focus to it's such, you know, it makes you a competitor and it makes yeah. you want to strive to be better. Do you ever feel like you have competition around you? Because, you know, I'm sure you have friends that can sing too, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Do. do you ever feel like they see you do it? And they think that they can do it too, but they obviously don't know what it takes to do that, right? Yeah, I do have some friends, and they are singers, but I feel like we can both do our own thing and not be competitive and butt heads. But I, I kind of, I like them, and I think that's great to have friends in the music industry that mm -hmm. you can talk to and that you can tell things about. So I think it's fun. Yeah. It's almost like it's impossible. Like I know you have good friends now, but as you get older and the success, and when you compare successful songs and you compare like, you know, what you have in an album, well, you have a friend that sings and they don't have an album. It almost make you it makes them so competitive and almost a little bit resentful because yeah. they see your success, yeah. but they don't understand like that takes work. While they're at the movies, yeah, you're yeah, songwriting. I'm, yeah, I'm in the studio. Yeah, yeah, you're taking two hour trips to Nashville to go do your music. Yep. And, you know, you're getting home late, you're riding back, you're tired, you're sleeping, and they don't understand, like, the ethic it takes and the mentality yeah, and that you have work. to have, you know. Yeah. And I almost feel like competitive is good. Yes. yes. But for people to be resentful, it's almost, you know, shameful instead of just being happy for yeah. you. You, ha you ever had it run in with a friend that wasn't really happy for you? Uh, No, not yet. I'm sure I will. Because <laughs> just because I think a lot of people do, but... Not yet. Um, so when did, did you ever do voice lessons? Uh, yes, I still do sometimes. Okay. And uh, I take them with Teresa Smith. Okay. And she's been a real big help and helped me get connections. Mm -hmm. And so she's been a really great supporter. Now, I've listened to your music for the past couple months, mm -hmm. like I said. How high are you trying to get your voice? Because I mean, you have to really kind of practice so you don't mm -hmm. hurt yourself, obviously. But where are you trying to be? Are you trying to get like a Mariah Carey, maybe a Celine Dion type high? Because they are known for hitting those notes that almost nobody will want to. Yeah. Because it's dangerous. You can really hurt yourself doing that. Yeah, you can. Um, I don't think I'll ever get that high, but mm -hmm. I think that I'll try to hit my highest note and that'll be as far as it'll <laughs> take me. But <laughs> yeah. Um, what is one of your favorite country singers that you would like to meet? Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met any famous country people yet? Um, I've met Mark Wills. Okay. Funny story. He actually rear-ended us <laughs> a time. and should have had him a demo when you did that. I know, for real. <laughs> but, no, um, I've met him. I've met a, a lot of people that are still small, but mm -hmm. I know that we'll probably get bigger. But, yeah. yeah. So, have you ever went to a concert? I have. What did you think about that? Uh, I really liked it. It was a Thomas Rhett concert. Oh, great singer. Yeah, definitely. And I think it was the home team tour. And he had Kelsey Ballerini okay. and Russell Dickerson mm -hmm. and Ryan Hurd before they were really big. And so I think it was funny just because to see them, and they weren't big yet. You know, they were mm -hmm. kind of like me just opening up. And then right. now, you know, Russell Dickerson had a number one on the radio. So. Yeah. so do you see how they maneuver that stage and how they take over that crowd by the yeah. way they do their music? Do you ever just take notes and say, you know what, if I do my next performance, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that because – 
the way they like it takes years of practice to work a stage and mm-hmm. kind of work the crowd because yeah. people are there to see you they're waiting for you to entertain them do you ever just like try to uh, mimic what they do when uh, you perform i mean i don't try to mimic them but i definitely take pointers and think of stuff i can do in my next show um I actually went to see Lauren Pritchard the other right. day, and she's an amazing singer, and she's one that can hit those high notes. But <laughs> she, you know, she loves rock and stuff, and she was dancing around stage and mm-hmm. talking to the people, and I definitely took some pointers on that. Yeah, always remaining humble is a great thing. Yes. The uh, country singer I talked to yesterday about you, actually, I bought your name up in it because he's, 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 yeah, no problem. Uh, you definitely deserve it. But I was talking to him about up-and-coming singers, mm-hmm. and he was telling me how he has a bunch of friends who have hidden talent that he's kind of brought in and kind of try to get them out of their shyness so they can kind of see what it feels like to display their talent and get recognized for it. Uh, and I told him, how would it feel to teach someone who's younger to want to learn about the music business and understand it? Mm-hmm. And he gave me some really good tips, and I want you to hear that when it comes out. But with you being in this situation here, can you kind of give people who do music that it might be up and coming around your age, like what's the worst thing about performing uh, for you? A worst thing about performing? I don't really think anything really. I love performing, but um, yeah. Is it the prep though? Like maybe you're nervous. Like that's the worst thing about it at first. Yes. The nerves feel sick to your stomach. Think you're going to forget all the words and not know the timing to the songs. But yeah, it's a definitely a buildup of an anxiety but then when you get on there, it's just like, it all goes away. It, like, it clicks, right? Yeah. Um. So with that, just the nerves itself, that's just the worst thing, right? Yes, definitely. But the best thing about it is it, it's the best thing, like, hearing the cheers, hearing the clapping. Is, is that is that like is that like euphoric for you? Can, yeah. can you handle that? Yeah, just seeing the people enjoy me singing and clapping along. And um, a lot of times I'll even... Uh, sing old time rock and roll right and they'll dance along and it's just so fun to see them just and really enjoy it do you ever listen to chris stapleton i do yes i think you would do a, such a great version of halo and tennessee whiskey i think your voice at this age if you were to do a song like that because that's such a deep southern rooted song yeah that uh-huh. if you were to do it now and you listen to it six years from now you will drastically see where all your studio sessions and your passion for it and how you're wanting to progress your voice you can see the difference in then and now um so i don't want to keep you too much longer but let's talk about your album before we get done okay this album what are you looking for in it like what are you trying to reach as far as this album um, I think this album is going to be my first album and kind of my debut album. And so I want everybody to see who I am right. and kind of get a perspective on, you know, like what I do and what I want to do. And it's got a bunch of different songs on there. So you can see me from my rocking kind of countryside right. to my slow countryside to mm-hmm. just kind of rock. And it's just a bunch of different things. Do you have any acoustic country? Uh, I do. Um, there's this one song called Never Give Up On Us, and mm-hmm. it's an amazing song. I haven't released it yet, but it's about how um, God's love just never gives up on us. And it's such a meaningful song, and I love it, yes. So when you do this album and you've reached everything, do you feel like it'll be a body of work that you can be proud of forever? Like, do you ever feel like, this is so good for now, but will it be good later? I think that I'll look back on it and be like, yep, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, just from what I hear, the production is great. It's top-notch production. I mean, yes, everything from the guitar riffs to the drums to the cymbals to everything that you're doing, it's such a high-end production. Do you feel like you have to meet that standard? Like every album needs to be just as good as this first one. 
I think it'll have to be, you know, just as good. I think, you know, you always strive to be better and do better and get better. And so I think that I like the albums to be different from the next. And you hear it and you're like, oh, well, that's kind of like the first one. You know, I don't want it to be like that. So is there any advice you want to give to anybody who's singing? Any any pointers that they can kind of learn from what you've learned so they don't have to have such a rough time with it? Keep going and don't let anybody tell you what to do. And you keep doing you. Don't try to fall into the way of society and don't let, you know, all this pop country get a hold mm. of the old country, the roots of country. It's almost like you got to stay grounded. Yes. If you stick definitely. to the core that got you to where you're at now, you'll always progress and always do better. And mm-hmm. when you're doing better, That's you'll right. never forget. Because you can't, you can always fake pop music. You can yeah. go out there and do a pop song like, like every other day if you want it. Yeah. But ground country music and staying grounded to where you came from, you can't fake that. And you can no. always hear it in your voice. Yes. Lakeland, I appreciate you coming in. I really do. Thank you for having me. Um, We'll try to bring you back after your album. I'm going to listen to it, and I can bring you back, and I'll review it, and I'll give you some notes, and we can get on there on promoting it. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, gosh. You might have to edit this part out. Oh, my God.